cellar dwellers well, got the energy, yeah. You can subscribe to our vibe. Cellar dwellers got the energy, yeah. You can subscribe to our vibe. Dweller Talk with the Freaker from your speaker, Go Go McSprinkles. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to another episode of Dweller Talk, the podcast where we talk about all things Keller Williams and his music. Today, we have a special guest. I'm here, joined in the studio, live and in person, by the one and only Macaroni, the cat. He's here on my lap. Making biscuits. Here, nuzzle the microphone. There you go. Is your love. Okay, anyway. So, I wanted to chat with you guys today about something that I, probably about something I should have talked about maybe the very first episode instead of talking about myself. I should have addressed what is the seller and what is the seller dweller. So first, I'd, I'd like to start by talking about what life was like for Keller fans, specifically me, before COVID. I've been seeing Keller live for quite a while, but most recently I've been obsessed since 2018. And before COVID, I had... Macintosh, you're so sweet, I can't stand it. You're making my brain melt. You're so pretty and so handsome. Can we do this later, please? Okay. I was on a mission to gain Keller friends. I had nobody to talk about Keller with without people rolling their eyes like, oh, here she goes again. I had met a couple people organically, um, going to see shows live in person, traveling around a little bit. I started meeting Turtle at several shows. I realized it was the same person I'd seen at the last show. So I kind of knew Turtle. I had, <laughs> I'd been kind of cold calling people on not really calling, but cold messaging. Oh, thank you, Macaroni. I'd been messaging people on Facebook Messenger, people that were top fans of Keller's. <laughs> Just like, hey, do you want to talk to people about Keller with me? Like trying to find other people like me in the universe. <laughs> and I actually, that did work with one of the dwellers. I ended up befriending Megan and 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 through Facebook chat and just kind of poking her <laughs> with my Keller love until she started talking to me. <laughs> so, you know, I I believe we were all on a path to eventually come together in life. I think our paths were going really slowly up until COVID. And I feel like COVID really shrunk the map and and now we all had access to each other. So let me explain how we went there. No. Oh, I didn't tell you guys. Okay. Another thing I had done before COVID, I had created a Facebook group. And I'm really embarrassed. It's still out there. I haven't figured out how to delete it. So you guys could just go search for this. I had a, a, a Facebook group page called Keller's Cult. And stupid me, I didn't even spell cult with a K like I didn't even use alliteration for the naming I just was like I'm just gonna start a cult <laughs> my one person cult <laughs> I feel like I've fulfilled the destiny or something anyway I could see the path I knew what I needed I, I, I needed a group of friends to talk to and I think COVID just threw that in our laps after COVID hit Keller started canceling his shows and other bands were starting to do these live streams and I thought that was pretty awesome. I remember I watched, 
I think we watched a Dave Matthews band one and Keller posted that he was doing two shows on two. He was doing this live from Keller Cellar. It was a show at 4.20 and a show at 9 p.m. And I don't know why, but I didn't really realize that live meant live, live, live. <laughs> I thought it meant he just sat down, recorded it in one take, and it had they scheduled it to be at a certain time to be played. So Keller was doing this live stream. And the first couple, he had a lot of props. I remember that. But basically what it was, he he was doing this show. It was a half an hour show and a 20-minute encore on this platform called Stage It. Stage It's this website where he logs in as the the talent and he plays for a set amount of time. And then we as an audience watch it and there's a chat room. There's a chat to the right of the view screen. This would be easier if I was sober. Anyway, so Keller would play, Lou would record, and Emily would run the chat. And we'd all sit there and chat and watch Keller. And at first, it was just one little camera. And then it, they got a second, you know, and they, they built up over time to this elaborate, amazing display. But even at the beginning, when it was just one camera, and they didn't always even know if it was working. <laughs> Now we're going to adjust the microphone and it's off just like this. You can go over there or hide down behind me if you want to. You know, maybe you can hide down behind me if you want to. Yeah, you can hide down behind me if you want to like that. You can do it like that. And I think this is on like this. And we're going to turn this on like this. And we're going to go. And that's working because that's important because we want to microphone the bath. But it was just a great experience. That's how Stage It was set up. And we all logged in as our usernames. So that's why we all have weird names, like GoGo McSprinkles. <laughs> that's always been my internet handle. That's how we came to know each other in the, in the chat room, talking about Keller, freaking out about the songs he was playing, connecting through the music he was creating. It was like the best of both worlds. It was like a good conversation while watching your favorite musician and it was just like you can't really do that at a show it was a whole unique experience to chat and enjoy a show together and it was magical so he started calling out the people that showed up to each episode so he would at first he was playing twice a day but then he bumped it down to twice a week and he would do he would do shout outs to his repeat offenders because that's what he's always called like people that go to more than one show of his in a row he would call them repeat offenders. So he tried to use that name at first for the people coming back. But at some point we were talking about it. I don't remember the specifics, but I think it was me that said it. We're like Keller's cellar dwellers. And I remember Kelsey saying, you should make a Facebook group with that and call it that. And I was like, oh, I've always wanted to do a Facebook group. So fuck yeah, I'll do it. Like having someone else be excited about it made me just all gung-ho. So... That's kind of how the birth of the Facebook group page came about. We're Keller Cellar Dwellers because the show he'd play was Keller Cellar. And we were the group of people that kept coming back over and over to the cellar. And we were the, the cellar dwellers. So that's where it all came from. The dynamic of the group is changing a little bit now that we don't have cellar episodes and we're not in quarantine. But that's another whatever. After the Facebook group. We, we realized that we didn't ever want the chat to end. <laughs> Thankfully, at the same time, one of my friends from work was setting up a virtual 
game night and she used this software called Discord. And it's just like a big chat room. It's like you can have as many mini chat rooms as you want, but it's just a big chat room where everybody can join and you can just read everybody's message and you can reply to a message or you can start a new conversation. I don't know, but she was using it for this game night thing. And it was really cool because it was an awesome way to connect with all my coworkers that were we used to see once a month for game night, but you know, suddenly I couldn't see them. So it was nice to connect. And I thought, well, maybe something like that could work for the cellar dwellers, make it an additional place for them to hang out and chat and do fun stuff. So thanks to my coworker for cluing me into what Discord was because I wouldn't have had any other idea besides the Facebook group. No, I don't know, whatever. So that's how the Discord server was born. And I believe Carmen of Carmen Nate was the one that came up with calling it the crawl space because it's like the sub-basement of the cellar. <laughs> so it's like the little crawl space. So that exists. And I know that people struggle with it. It's not very user-friendly. I don't know. So an another thing that Keller would always do would be take requests in the cellar. And boy, did that get us spoiled. I mean, not only the shout outs where he's saying our usernames like, oh, my God, <laughs> to be able to say, hey, play lizards. A couple weeks later, he's sitting at the piano and he starts diving into that song like. And the night grew very quiet as we stood there and he lifted up his visor. And he turned to me and he began to sing. He says, I come from a land of darkness. He says, I come from a land of doom. He says, I come from a land of lizards and the land of the big baboon. Oh, but I never, never going back there. And I could not if I tried. Because I come from a land of lizards and the lizards, they have died. 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 I. <laughs> It was kind of an amazing sense of power to be heard like that and, and to be respected and listened to. I don't know. Like it was very, it was very emotional, surprisingly. So getting a request was kind of like a, a weird connection in the group because like when someone else got their request, like Kelsey, oh my God, you, when you wanted hula hoop and he didn't play it and didn't play it. And finally, when he finally got it, Kelsey 2287 finally, finally, God damn it. We were all so excited for you. And it was like we all shared in each other's excitement about this, those moments. Oh, it was amazing. What happens next for this, for the dwell? What happens next for the dwellers? Like that's, that's the history of how we came to be. But now, now that there's no COVID lockdowns and we can all go be in person and sit at shows and enjoy each other's company in person. And since there's no more seller episodes, we don't have time to get together online and we don't have a real, real solid place to meet online. Not everybody uses Discord. Not everybody uses Facebook. I don't know. I'm not sure what the solution is. But anyway, I think the group is going to continue to evolve and change. And it's going to be interesting because there's that core group that were in the seller that watched every episode. They have a whole special core of memories together. And then there's the next layer, the people that came after the seller that started stumbling across the Facebook page. They're more just general fans of Keller. 
and I think, I think it's almost like they're two separate groups. I don't know, but it's really interesting. I've heard people talking at shows about cellar dwellers, like not knowing much about it. Someone actually asked me if I'd heard of my own podcast. I was like, yeah, I'm go-go mix sprinkles. <laughs> that was a weird moment. Anyway, um, boy, I just got lost in my own ego there for a second. Jesus. What's I talking about? So, so yeah, so I think that there's going to be this strange thing where we've got the, the people in that were in the cellar and then the Keller fans that maybe didn't see all of the cellar or, you know, like I said, like joined the group after the cellar was over. It's, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I look forward to seeing how those two groups come together, I guess. Because I think those people that didn't get to enjoy the cellar are going to appreciate the stories from the cellar. And we're going to be like the the elders of the tribe with the stories of the, the olden times. <laughs> oh, like I, I daydream about that sometimes. Like, oh, I can't wait till I can like be like, oh, I remember episode 53 or I remember when they danced in front of the fire and, you know, like those moments are going to be legend. Oh, it's amazing. So anyway, I had reached out to the dwellers and asked people what a cellar dweller means to them. And I got some really great answers. And I was trying to sum up everything. I was just going to make a general comment for everybody's comments. But people put so much heart and soul into these. I'm just going to read them. So sit down and get comfy. Okay, this is from Grateful Dex. To me, being a cellar dweller means finally having friends to share the love of Keller with. Friends who are the most loving, understanding, and generous people I've ever met in my life. Friends who I proudly consider family. I can't express enough how much I love each and every one of my fellow dwellers, even if I haven't met them in person yet. People who know the words to my favorite songs and love to sing along, sometimes louder than me even. People who I feel comfortable with when we cry tears of joy together. People with hearts bigger than the planet itself. I love my dweller family, and it's all thanks to Keller himself. I love you all and will never stop saying that Keller is a stellar feller and I'm proud to be a cellar dweller. <laughs> so then we got Jack Straw. He says, cellar dwellers are unique in that we are a non-organic, organic mechanism of the Keller Williams machine. Stay with me. Pre-COVID, KW had his own little organically grown tribe, not unlike bands like Dead, Fish, WSP, etc., but on a smaller scale. I remember seeing the same people at all the, the shows you know, when he used to come around the PNW, PNW, but those people, but those same people were at all the shows I attended. Definitely not a Keller Williams tribe around here. By forcing us all into a room via stage it, he allowed us to find our bumblebee people, the fellow dwellers. There's no lot scene or shakedown at KW shows around here. You don't really get to talk and meet and hang out with folks. And I really like that bumblebee girl analogy from Blind Melon. Okay. And then Princess Floydian, she says, The cellar dwellers are a group of people from all over the country that I consider family. They're people I never knew I needed in my life two years ago, and now I can't imagine life without them. They're my best friends and the kindest and funniest individuals. We all came to the stage it shows not really knowing what to expect from a live stream. And at a time of uncertainty with COVID, 
and Keller welcomed us to his cellar and made us happy for a little while every week for a year. The cellar was something to look forward to each week, especially while Luther was really sick and in the hospital. We video chatted and streamed the stage it shows because we couldn't be together. The cellar dwellers bonded in the stage it chat and then outside of it, thankfully. We were part of something truly unique. I never thought I'd have so many close friends, and I'm so grateful for that. We all share the same love for Keller and the experience we had in his cellar. We get the same feeling, the best feeling, when we watch Keller, whether it was in the cellar or now on stage. He just radiates happiness, and I am happiest when I'm listening to him live, especially now that he knows me and my fellow dwellers. I'm using my mom voice to read these. Okay, PJ Sunset says, Cellar dwellers are individuals who understand the value in loving each other for who they are, all while enjoying one man's music. In a world of hate, greed, and lies, dwellers spread love and positive energy, share everything from money to their time to listen to a fellow, fellow dweller in need, and speak truths in a mindful way to help everyone grow as better humans. Love you all. Amy Culligan didn't put hers in yet. Okay. And then Liquid Lovins, a.k.a. Thrift Store Barbie. She wrote, The radical acceptance is my favorite thing about this group of people. There are so many different people in this family, and we all just love each other exactly as everyone is. The most encounters I've had with any of you, I think, is, is Grateful Dex, and that's just four separate occasions. But I still have so much love for all of you. I'm not that great about keeping up here, obviously, but none of that matters. You come as you are, when you can, and you're welcomed with open arms. Honestly, it's fucking magical. <laughs> so, those were some pretty beautiful words, if you ask me. And maybe I'll start asking it in my episodes. Hmm. So anyway, no matter how this group grows, I think the term cellar dweller is a term that's here to stay I think we're gonna hopefully see it on more merchandise wouldn't that be nice <laughs> I know I'd buy anything that said cellar dweller on it <laughs> um, and I also think that he's gonna do more shout outs and stuff like that for to cellar dwellers at shows um, we had a pretty epic one at Goochland and then he spent time make, like making a whole cellar dweller song so I think it's going to become more commonplace as a term for a Keller Williams fan in general. I think in time, the connection with Keller and the cellar is going to fade and people aren't going to understand what a cellar dweller originally meant. Oh, cat. Get off my keyboard! So I think as as it becomes more commonplace, yeah, I think we're going to forget how it started, like the cellar dweller as a term, why we're called cellar dwellers. Like someday that will be distant memory. But... I think the name will stick around for a while. And like I said, who knows? Maybe maybe we get an official line of merch and maybe we get more songs about us. He could write a whole album and have each song be about a different dweller. Wouldn't that be amazing? But anyway. Well, thank you for 
listening to me babble here. I don't envy you. (laughs) So that's just my humble opinion, I guess, and some input from others. Like I said, this this group's going to keep growing and it's going to keep changing, but I think fundamentally we're all here for each other and we all love and respect each other. And that's pretty freaking awesome. So if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go smoke some pot and make some dinner for my kids. Oh, oh, I jumped and skipped a part. Okay, so for today's random Keller Jam, it took me a while to figure out what I was going to do. Fuck, did I lose it? Okay. Okay. There it is. Am I still recording? Okay. So for today's random Keller Jam, I was inspired by a moment I had. I was sitting in my car. My husband was running some errands, dropping something off. I was sitting in my husband's car while he was running errands. And he left his car and I was sitting in there listening to his music. And Inagata DeVita came on. And I'm listening to it. I'm like, what the hell is this song about? Why, what is Agata DeVita? So I Googled it. And they said it was... The song was written when they were drunk and the one guy, I'm sorry, I don't know their names. The one guy told the other one to write, oh, Mac. One guy told the other guy to write down what he was singing, but he was so drunk, he was slurring his words and the guy, he sang in the Garden of Eden, but the guy was so drunk, he wrote down in a God of Vida. So it kind of stuck. It's supposed to be about Adam and Eve. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting. I'm like, now I like the song a lot more because I understand what it's about. And then I had this groundbreaking moment from that thought. I realized that's exactly why I like Keller's music. He tells a story. There's no ambiguity. It's, you know, exactly what story he's telling. And even he talks to you in the songs, like novelty song, you know, just focus on the bass. This here is a novelty song. It's kind of song that means absolutely nothing at all. Please take my advice. Tune out the words and focus on the bass. Silly, dumbass, kind of dumb, turdy, ignorant song. It probably should have never seen the light of day at all. Guess what it did? May I suggest you check out the new Keller Cellar Dweller t-shirts or just simply focus on the bass. He lays his intentions out in his songs and you don't have to think, what does this really mean? What's this about? What's this hidden meaning? I hate hidden meanings. I just want a story. I want entertained. I want a story. I don't want to be questioning the meaning behind the lyrics. I just want the lyrics to entertain me. And he does that. So I was like, I wonder if he's ever sang in Agata de Vida. So I did some Googling and I found one, one file. (laughs) It's from Acoustic Planet Live at Innsbruck Pavilion on September 1st, 2004. And he is playing... I'm busy. I'm recording a podcast. I told you guys this. Mag won't leave me alone either. Can I have five minutes? All right. Anyway, so I found this song and I think he does a bunch of songs with a bunch of different people. And at one point he actually thanks Jeff Austin and that kind of makes you sad. But otherwise, it's pretty awesome. I really like this little jam and it's short, but it's it's pretty entertaining. I like it. So if you'll excuse me, I'm going to smoke some pot and go make dinner for my kids. Peace, love and K-Dub.
Bouncing.